Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1352. How to scale down exercise instead of skipping it When You Feel Low, by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs covering fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and more, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And then on Fridays, like I did yesterday, I answer your questions right here on the show. And with that, Let's keep this intro nice and short and get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. How to Scale Down Exercise Instead of Skipping It When You Feel Low by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com Have you ever felt a little off or unmotivated and skipped a workout and then it turned into a week and then into two weeks? I know I have. I've definitely been there myself. As a personal trainer, I'm all about seeing people build foolproof systems into their lifestyles that create more exercise, more often, more easily. But as a human, I also know that repetition and consistency can be threatened by stressful life periods. We can get run down and fatigued by a combination of life and stress. We can have flare-ups of chronic conditions we're managing. We can get injured, and certain movements become off-limits. Finally, there's the expected curveball that most women encounter every month, the fatigue of PMS. During times like this, it's important that we get past the superficial qualities of habit formation, rigidly doing the exact same thing every day, and dive into the heart of what consistency really is. Consistency isn't about buckling down or muscling through obstacles with sheer willpower. It's certainly not about pushing through a tough workout, even though you're running on fumes. Instead, the core of consistency is getting into the habit of showing up for yourself. In that spirit, I often encourage clients to modify or to scale down exercise instead of completely skipping it and waiting for things to change. The net result of this approach is that you continue improving even when you don't feel great. When you invest in yourself 
by learning to scale down and around situations when you feel down, you not only come out physically stronger, but also mentally stronger with more confidence in your capabilities. As the saying goes, quote, the hardest exercise is one rep of walking through the gym doors, end quote. This truism holds even if you work out at home. In other words, while it does matter what you do for workouts, for both health and physique, what matters more is that you do it at all and keep your momentum moving forward. Even when you're not feeling your best, there are many ways to walk through the proverbial gym doors and give your body exactly what it needs, whether or not it's what you would consider a workout. So here are five ways that you can scale down your exercise to respond to feeling sick, overworked, stressed, or fatigued. Tip number one, include more rest time between sets. Instead of dragging yourself into the next set while your heart is still pounding and you're still out of breath, give yourself time to completely recover. This will help you enjoy your workout more, as well as decrease the physical stress that the workout creates for your endocrine system. Tip number two, take a walk. Instead of feeling like you have to kill it at the gym every time you walk through the doors, whether literal or figurative, give yourself permission to just walk when you feel overdrawn. Walking is very calming to the nervous system, and sometimes, by strategically replacing a planned workout with a walk, you can make the next day's workout even more impactful. Bonus points if it's outside soaking up some sun. Tip number three, do heavier weight for fewer reps. Sometimes part of the exhaustion of a workout is simply the mental fatigue. Knowing that you have to do eight, 15, or 20 reps of something for two more rounds can be discouraging. This is partly why I encourage everyone to have some heavier weightlifting as part of their overall plan. This way, on days when you're just not feeling it, all you have to do is a few reps at a time. For example, if you were going to do three sets of eight Romanian deadlifts at 95 pounds, maybe you could do four sets of three at 135 pounds. The heaviness of the weight will get your heart pounding, but you don't have to endure the stress of the repetition and endurance. Tip number four, don't do high-intensity interval training all the time. As a general programming tip, let's collectively ditch the idea that we have to be exhausted messes at the end of a workout for that to have been effective. In fact, one of the most crucial mistakes that I see folks make, holding them back from what they actually want to accomplish, is to plan too many high-intensity interval training sessions per week. I see folks do this especially when they're stressed. They want to lean in to make up for whatever else is going on. Do this instead. Make sure high-intensity interval training is only one to two times per week for best results, and you'll be amazed at how much more de-stressed and energized you feel. And tip number five, make workouts shorter. I often advise clients during times of stress not to make exercise part of the problem. When time management becomes challenging, simply make the workout shorter. In fact, can you make it shorter and possibly do it from home? By lowering the barrier to exercise, you make it more likely that you will do it and enjoy it. For example, if you have in your mind that you must take an hour and a half to go to the gym, it can be extremely liberating to embrace 20 or 30 minute home workouts. This way, you can free up more time during seasons of stress and build a more positive association with exercise overall. 
Of course, there are other life factors that can help you make it through stressful periods with grace, like sleep, proper nutrition, and social connection. But it's equally important to understand how to keep an emphasis on our fitness during rough times, as regular exercise helps to manage mood, boosts immunity, and increases cognitive skills, which are all the things we need most when times are tough. Plus, when a stressful or low period begins to end, it's an amazing feeling to find yourself still moving along on your fitness journey and a huge advantage to have not lost ground. This reduces the likelihood that you'll wander into a crazy 21-day challenge at your gym or start a juice cleanse. You just won't need to because you'll feel fine already. So if work's been busy or you've been feeling off and you're tempted to hit the couch after a long day at the office, think again. Maybe grab those sneakers and hit the gym instead, even if it's just for a walk. You just listened to the post titled How to Scale Down Exercise Instead of Skipping It When You Feel Low by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Look, I don't think it will surprise you at all when you hear me say that I love working out. First, I will qualify this by saying it definitely wasn't always that way, but that's the topic of another episode. Anywho, I will also admit that even though I absolutely love working out and add to the fact that it helps keep me sane, it may be surprising to hear me say that there are days exactly as today's author Rachel described. Days when my brain says it's time to work out, but my body is dragging way, way behind. On those days, the warm-up feels like a challenge. So instead of skipping the workout altogether, which would probably make me feel even more exhausted, I keep the workout short, or I will lower the intensity. Now, admittedly, I am the type of person who Rachel described who feels like I need to be breathing heavy every single workout. But that level of activity can be really hard on the body especially if you're doing it day after day. So I have had to scale down my expectations 
and be okay with easier days, days when I just go for a leisurely walk outside or even just spend some time performing some deep stretching or some yoga. In the past, I would push through these days when my body was saying I was exhausted and go ahead and try and perform high-intensity exercise, only to find my form getting sloppy and nearly injuring myself. So learn from my mistakes and be okay with scaling down your exercise when you need to. All right, that'll do it for today. Wishing you a very happy rest of your weekend and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Sunday show and where your optimal life awaits.